Good evening, world. This is your favorite hostess with the mostest. Big Katie is what they call me. Along with the lovely black, beautiful queen, also known as A-Ray in the building. <laughs> Today is uh, March 9th, so I want to start off with a... Uh, Sending love to Notorious B.I.G. It's one of my favorite rappers of all time. And uh, it was this day in 1997. He was shot and killed in Los Angeles. Uh, murder never solved. I was listening to uh, Ready to Die in the gym earlier. And um, it's amazing that he was only like 22 when he when that came out. Because to, I was only seven, six or seven. So I didn't really know his music like that. So it was just like, I'm thinking this motherfucker like, 28, 29, 30, you know what I'm saying? No, he, just, he was a kid. Yeah, when you're young, you be thinking like that. Even like with a Pop Smoke, he was only 21. So it's like, that's crazy to think that mm-hmm. Notorious B.I.G. made Ready to Die at 22 years old because he was talking about some some shit in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, He was a famous, famous, awesome storyteller. Yeah, amazing storyteller. Probably, I could probably make a case for him being like top two best storytellers in, in all of rap history. Top one, I don't know who I would give it to, but I can make a case for <laughs> definitely like for. You don't know who top one, but you give it number two. Because I, I would have, I have so many ideas in my head popping up right okay. now that I would have to just be like, because you know, what makes a great storyteller and rap to you? Somebody that can say their words in a way that make me feel like I was there. Yeah, paint like, a vivid picture. They, they paint a, a real picture, like it's like action packed. Yeah, like you could feel the emotion that's coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, not necessarily what they talk about, but how they make you feel. Before I ever even seen a warning video, I felt like I was like, like I felt like I understood you talking about they mm-hmm. calling you, telling you people looking for you. Like it's like the paranoia and all that stuff mm-hmm. is like. So yeah, that I think that he was a. Um, in the build up of the story, like they don't just tell you a, a piece of a story, like yeah, it's a legit story. Like a build up and then give you the ending, and you like, word, I yeah. feel like I just read something. Yeah, watch the, the movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like so. legit. That's like a three minute movie. Yeah. Like when, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't. Uh, that's why did you ever watch the show Tales? No. So it's a show that Herb Gotti had came out with. Uh, the the basis is dope. The execution wasn't that great. It was a BET show, so you know how that mm. is. But the the premises was they take a, a rap song and they'll make an episode about that rap song. Mm. They did Trap Queen. They did uh, the Nas. Um, what's the gun? What's the one? Where he was a gun. Uh, I gave you power. Like they a bunch of stuff. They did Children's Story. Dang, concept was there, but yeah, concept. But the execution was kind of. I watched a few uh, episodes and you know. They did like Big Brother, Kanye West on Big Brother. So, oh, okay. I mean, like I said, the concept was amazing. And if anybody else would have, I'm not going to say that because Irv's not a bad guy. I just think that the, the production just wasn't up to par because yeah. it got kind of predictable after a while. They had some pretty good actors, too. They had to do, uh, they played Wee Bay in The Wire on there on one episode. He's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's, he's not dope. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he gets all those side roles, but it's all Yeah, good. he's a really good, really good actor. But yeah, like I said, the concept was amazing. But yeah, uh, I streamed. I listen to Ready to Die Today. I listen to that uh, Born Again. Yeah. I remember my dad used to play Born Again all the time. Yes. That's the one that came out. You know he passed away. I used away. to like that people used to hate on all the time. What? Biggie Duets. Bi- <laughs> <laughs> no, no cap. No cap. Not, not to say that that was like his best work or no, anything like no, that, yeah, but yeah. just something I used to really like enjoy yeah. listening to. Biggie Duets used to be my. No, I kind of like Big Duets. Yeah. The song with uh, the, the single with uh, Crazy Bone mm-hmm. Twisting on, that was dope. And even that, I was I was talking to somebody earlier, 
And I was asking them, like, what their favorite Biggie song when they were saying Notorious Thugs. And they were saying, because they really showcased, like, Big's versatility, because he, like, literally rapped with Bone Thugs Harmony, yeah. like, kept up with them. Yes. And I was like, yeah, man, you, you don't even think about stuff it's like totally that. totally different world. Yeah, colliding, because Biggie's, like, a slower rapper. He got the, yeah. you know, the whole New York thing going on. And Bone Thugs, of course, coming from the Midwest, it's like, super Clear fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hometown, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was pretty dope, man. But... Uh, My favorite Biggie I was gonna song say, what's is your favorite? Sky's the Limit. Sky's the Limit. Okay. Yes. That, was, that was a classic. I like um, The What with Method Man. That's like, first of all, Method Man, I think he was like the only feature on Ready to Die, which is a big deal because, you know, back then, back then, rappers was trying not to have a lot of features on their album. Like, right. that used to be a thing where it's like rappers right. didn't want other rappers coming on their album. Nope. And even if they did, like, the, the goal was to ra- out rap that guy. It was yep. like, I want to have a better verse. I want people to talk about my shit more. And, and usually the only time you've seen rappers collab- collaborate like that was like remixes. Yep. Remixes like on, and then when they would do like compilation. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that. yeah. So that was like a, the, uh, the show. Yeah, like yeah. The yep, the show, a lot yeah. of people don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So of course, that's the it. difference too in the time, the culture with hip hop. Mm-hmm. I feel like back then people actually used to get in the studio together. Yeah, definitely. Versus now where you see they send their music, yeah, they, yeah. you know, and then you... Just add your piece and then you keep going because everybody's so busy. And you could, and most times you could tell when that happens because one person might be talking about this and then the subject might be. Actually, JD was on the Breakfast Club. He was talking about how he was supposed to be on um, More Money, More Problems. And he was saying, like, well, he, the reason he probably wasn't on it was because, like, what he was rapping about probably didn't have nothing to do with what the song was about because yeah. he was so, you know, street and gritty back then. It wasn't like he was polished and tr- ready to make a radio single. Right. So he was more so like. Jadakiss, top five that are alive. Off one LP, but now he got a few, so he definitely has solidified himself. I actually like Styles P more than JD Kiss, but that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Styles P, dude's amazing. It's really, really slept on. I just don't like JD Kiss' voice like that. But I used to didn't like Kendrick Lamar voice either, but it grew on me, so it's not too late, Jada. Just, I got to listen to it. He got came out with a new album. Mm-hmm. Did you hear it? No, not yet. I haven't yet. heard it either. I have to listen to it and see what he's talking about. I heard it. I like the, uh, the motivation behind the album. He was talking about this uh, based off one of his friends that passed away, who was like a like a life changer friend. He was talking about on the Breakfast Club early. He was talking about how his friend like got him into eating better, working out, uh, just pretty much taking care of his body more. You Shout know, out to good friends. yeah, yeah. He was saying when he passed away, that was like a a real big, big deal to him. So yeah, the last um, Jada Kiss that I was really listening to is the collab he did with Fab. Oh, the Freddie versus Jason. Yeah, yeah. It was a few songs in there. I like. I'm not a big Fab fan either, but I, I understand why people. I understand why people. I understand why people like. I like the Soul Tape. That was, okay. that was a, I yeah, that. yeah. I, I like that series. I like the Soul Tape series, and I liked um. This latest mixtape was alright too. I liked uh, Friday Night Freestyles. My homeboy put me on the Friday Night Freestyles, okay. but one time he said he be saying some some of his bars. Sometimes they be. <laughs> I be like, he said some shit about suicide one time. I was like, <laughs> suicide. He said he said something about fucking a, a she male or something. <sighs> sometimes he reaching with the bars, but yeah, he's a, he's a summertime shootout is cool. Yeah, summertime shootout wasn't bad, even though it was released in like winter or some shit. Yes, like the last it one was came out. Weird. Yeah, the time frame that it came out. Because as a matter of fact, it came out like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> right, bro. Summer, summertime's but, over. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah, shout out to Big. Happy shout out to Big Man. Uh, birthday to my grandmother. Oh yeah, grandma's birthday. Biggie died on grandma's birthday. Dang. Nana turned a hundred and three today. Shout out to Nana, 103. Nana. That's, that's a good. That's a big age right there. Yeah, I posted her picture and tagged uh, the song by uh, Young Jeezy. Oh. 
103. <laughs> Somebody gotta let her see that. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> they probably be like, what is this app? Yeah, so today is a legendary day. Yeah, that's dope. So, um, this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through my timeline and I saw a video of the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And it was him walking through the club and a, a, a female fan put the phone in his face to record. Mm-hmm. And it looked like she kind of like hit him in the face with the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, a little, a little tap. I mean, oh Lord, what he do? It was like a little tap, and uh, he slapped shit out of her. <laughs> Damn. So he keeps saying he's trying to stay out of trouble. Yeah, but you know, so yeah, I get that he's trying to stay out of trouble, but he's not I think that sometimes you have to be like, I don't think that he has a, a I don't think he has a real good sense of like just relaxing and analyzing mm-hmm. situations. I think he just react. He need a temperature gauge. Yeah, yeah. I think he gets crazy angry management because you could tell when somebody's being malicious and when yeah. somebody made a mistake. And, and that's like, kind of she probably stumbled. And yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If you're in the club, right, and an artist is walking through, you know how people be pushing and shoving and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it wasn't like she would just like smack the shit out of him. And even then, I mean, you could like slap her phone out of her hand or grab her phone or something. But this nigga or just like, keep it moving. Have somebody else yeah, go do it or I mean, whatever. But mm. and and it's crazy because uh, when he did his apology uh, run where he. Well, no, he made a video and he apologized to her, but his apology was kind of like one of those victim shame apologies. Like, yeah, I apologize, but you shouldn't have put the phone in my face. Kind of oh. like that. So Does people he was, have PR? He don't have PR. I, he I don't clearly doesn't have PR. I don't know what he got, but people was killing him. But because even in the video, he was like, you know, if you want to, I'll fly you out. We could talk about it in person. We could. He was like selling. Uh, he was selling himself like to be a good guy or whatever, but he still was still like. But you shouldn't have put the phone in my face. No, nah, you can't do no buts. When it comes to stuff like that, you have to be upfront about your mistakes and just leave it at that. Yeah. And then the thing about it is, it's like a pattern for the baby now. Like, anytime something happens, it's like. Yeah, if, he goes if, off. Yeah. He'll like, we've seen him hit fans. We've seen him, uh, his security handle people wrong. We Maybe she wanted to put some bop in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> but that made me think about, right? Mm-hmm. When is. When is personal space being like when is when can a person be too invasive with your personal space to make you wanna um Cause you, in in regular people world, not not a celebrity world, because I'm not a celebrity, so I don't know exactly what that feels like. Mm-hmm. But I know in personal world, like before recently, like before maybe like the last year, I wouldn't mind like people being in my personal space. Mm-hmm. I feel like um it's just a part of life overcrowded just you know just stuff like it's annoying but not to the point where i feel like "Mm, i gotta say something whereas now like if somebody gets close to me in public it's kind of like um excuse me and i have to actually be vocal about it because you got to protect your peace and sometimes people literally are nasty Mm -hmm. um people humans are like animals they carry disease (laughs) (laughs) they carry that energy The damn coronavirus. The damn corona. Even there. before that. Yeah. But just, and then the respect of boundaries. Like, yeah. respect me enough to know that you should stand back some. Yeah. Um, that way, if you trip, slip, fall, it's not so much damage being done. I, I think that it's important to have space. So, as far as like what's too much, it really depends on the person. I don't have like a foot radius, maybe yeah. like a elbow length at yeah. least. Like if I can't get my elbow through, yeah. you're a little you too, might close. Be too close. You yeah. might be a little too fucking close. Yeah. Do you think that it's a, uh, what's the word? Let me see. How can I ask this question? Mm, how can I word this? 
when you when you become a celebrity, right? Do you think that you are like you know what comes with being a celebrity, right? You know people are going to want to see you, people are going to touch you, people are going to want to be close to you. I received this. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Just put so, it on record. So when that happens, do you think that like do you think that gives a fans a slight pass to be more in more willing to invade your personal space because it's kind of like the thing, right? Back in the day when uh you'll see like a B2K or something and mm-hmm. all these screaming girls will run to them and they're just jumping in their faces and mm-hmm. trying to touch on them and hug on them and all that. Do you think that that's kind of like, well, that's what you signed up for? So No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that fans um, tend to forget what it's like to be human. Yeah, definitely. And I think that they don't take into account that these celebrities are just regular people who Mm -hmm. have a gift and they're able to share it with everyone Mm -hmm. on a large platform. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't take away the fact that they, they deserve respect in space. Like fans can get so entitled and it's kind of disgusting to watch. Um, I haven't seen too, too many famous people in public, but the few that I have seen, I didn't run up to them and like, and that doesn't mean that it's because, Oh, I'm not feeling them or, None of that. Just you never know what somebody's going through, what they're thinking about, what they're preparing for. Yeah. Get out their way. Get out their space. You wouldn't want somebody running up to you, whether you were famous or not. Would you want somebody like running all over you, hugging all over you? No. I didn't think so. And I think that's the thing too, right? So I kind of feel similar to you. Like if I see some a celebrity, it's not that I don't like them or don't care about them, but one, you're not gonna reject me as a celebrity. I'm not about to go like, and I'm not yes. gonna ask no grown man for no picture. <laughs> I just, it's just my pride won't allow me to go to another grown man and be like, yo, get that selfie. Or so, but I do think that it is a, it is a small level of, uh, you have to understand that's what comes with the territory. Well, it because it depends on the times. Because I think the thing about it is. You know, a lot of times, like we said, a lot of fans, they like idolize these celebrities, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they feel like, well, I spend all this money on you or I like support you and all this. And it's like, you can't even take a picture with me. And like you yeah. said, of course, it's the thing of uh, you're a human being and it's no matter, you know, you know, you don't know what right. you're going through and stuff like that. But I seen this thing earlier. It was like um, Sheck West was talking about how when he was a kid, he asked Clay Thompson, a basketball player, for a picture. Mm-hmm. And Clay Thompson was like, nah, get out of here, little man. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's like stuff like that, like, yeah. sticks with people, you know? Because it it's just like, dang, like, you're, you were a hero to me. Like, I looked up to you. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's the thing that kills people is, like, seeing your idols become human. Because a lot right. of times we had these guys, these people up on such a high pedestal. Right. And then if we meet them and they're not what we think they are, then but it's just like your word. world could be crushed. Idols. Yeah. And I think I it's mean, different for younger we, people. When we idolize people we dehumanize them yeah so yes on one hand you as a celebrity you signed up to be in the public eye more often than a person who's not a celebrity but um you should be able to have that piece to say i don't want to take a picture today i don't want to give my energy away today now if you're a person who never wants to connect with your fans then that's one thing Mm -hmm. where it's like all right what about the people that do support you but you also i I would suggest, or in my opinion, they should have people around them that are doing the PR work to say, hey, this is just not a good time for pictures right now. We're not accepting pictures right now. I think that's a good idea. Like when I went to a festival um, in Atlanta and Summer Walker got off stage, I was walking over to try and take a picture and her people was like, "Mm -mm." they weren't rude, they weren't mean, they didn't push me. And I was just like, 
cool. She's an artist. She got to protect her piece. She ain't taking pictures right now. And she didn't take pictures with anybody yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Um, not to say she probably didn't do any at all. But yeah, yeah, my yeah, point it. is, I can respect that. Yeah. It takes for people to respect other people's space. Yes, these people did sign up to be in the public eye. But I don't think they should be disrespected and be overthrown by, well, this is what you signed up for. I think that's unfair. Yeah. So, like, with the little baby situation... I mean, not little baby, the baby. I get them too mixed many, up. It's too, too many babies. Too many babies out here. There's <laughs> too many dolls and babies. <laughs> yeah, definitely too many dolls. Boy. My bad, y'all. <laughs> and it's sad because I love the baby. <laughs> little baby, the baby. Anyway, uh, with the baby, um, never should you ever get to the point where you're swatting away. Like, where were the people in front of him? Where and, was his bodyguard? And see, that's a, that's another thing that he addressed in the video, right? He was saying that uh, when he goes, and first of all, I, I think that that's one thing he should stop doing is, like, walk through crowds. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you would walk through crowds because you are putting yourself in a position to, especially mm-hmm. when things, like, keep happening to you. Like, you keep going through things where, and you, like you said, people are very unpredictable, right? Yeah. So don't put yourself in that position. But I think that's a way, once again, people try to, like, feel like they're human and that they're, on their fans level or whatever. So mm-hmm. they, so he'll walk through the crowd and he was even saying, but he was like, yeah, you know, when I walk through the crowd, I don't have security pushing people out the way. And you know, the well, club got their security. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's like a double edged sword. Yeah. Cause I'm like, bro, j- cause if you're walking through, you're just walking through, you know what I'm saying? You're not walking through to, to take pictures and all that. I mean, people are right. going to put their phones in your face. That's just the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? People pull their phones out for, if, if somebody gets shot at, they're going to pull their phones out and start recording. So right. that's just the reality of the world. So of course people are going to pull their phones out to, record you but at the same time if you're telling like security like yo y'all back up y'all don't be you know what i'm saying y'all don't y'all don't do anything and something happens then it's like why are you doing it because you do open yourself up for lawsuits like that you know what i'm saying yep. and and an apology a public apology and asking the to fly somebody out and all that stuff that yeah. don't always do it because yeah, you like, can meet somebody like me that's like no nah. yeah. yeah i don't exactly. necessarily like, want I'm, your dollars but we gonna there's something else that has to be had like mm-hmm. You need counseling. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because you a, need to address your aggression. That's another thing I was gonna ask you. Do you think that? Do you think that this kind of aggression carries over into someone's like personal life? Uh, or do you yeah. think something like that could happen? Because a lot of times when we see people who who uh, their first instinct is to react versus mm-hmm. you know analyzing the situation and then reacting, it's kind of like well, and then when you like, of course he said that he didn't know it was a girl behind the camera, but. That's the risk you take. You know what I'm saying? You're in a club. Yeah. You you overreact to something and you just slap. That's childish. And then even That's when you immature. And uh, once again, during the video, he was saying like, "Y'all know me by now. Y'all know man, woman. It don't matter. You know if you if I feel like I'm threatened or whatever, then it's like, oh lord, he just digging a hole. digging a hole, man, digging a hole. It's like sometimes you just don't need to say nothing. I I do think that that plays into a part of a person's regular life. Yeah. It's like you said, if you're a reactive person and this isn't the first time, this isn't the second time, yeah. not the third time. Yeah, like he a... keeps having these incidents happen. Yeah. It's reactive. It's showing that you are not in control of your own body. Basically yeah. Yeah. you can have something happen to you in a split second. And the first thing you do is Resort. to wild out and or... slap, you know, to sweat or whatever. Yeah. And, you're not in an atmosphere where you need to be on high guard like that. And if you are, where was your bodyguards? You yeah, know what I mean, I'm saying? Like if you have a fear you have of ways like to you have to walk that. around yeah, with yeah, fear yeah, yeah. that somebody has the potential to harm you. Yeah. If you're a celebrity, 
She probably got bodyguards. Yeah. Us regular people have bodyguards. We keep our people with us. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, I, like I said, I think that's one of the things too. If you feel like that, don't walk. Don't walk through the crowd. You don't have to walk through a crowd. You don't have to put yourself in that position if you feel like it could go wrong. And when or, did this happen? This was Saturday night. I want to say. Yeah, we slapped a woman during Women's History Month. During Women's History Month, right at right at the start Ooh. of all that. This is almost starting off like Black History Month. Yeah, it's starting off rough. Starting off rough. Women getting slapped on. <laughs> And all she wanted was a, a photo or a video I or mean, something simple. I mean, I wanted, I, when you when we're done with this, I want you to watch your positive video. Because you're going to be like, what's the point of this video? Because he's just like, yeah, you know, you could have did this. You could have zoomed in with your phone versus putting it in my face. Wow. But like I said, when you're in a club and people are, and I hate when people act like they've never been in a club, right? Or they've never been in a position where it's something. Because I was reading a lot of people comments and they're like, oh, well, she shouldn't hit him with the phone. You, It wasn't like she was like duped with the phone. You know what I'm saying? It looked, it looked like somebody might have pushed her and she bumped into him. And just because the way her arm was, you know what I'm saying, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting. It interest. sounds like he, it could be portrayed that like he's only apologizing because it was a woman. It, and that exactly, and that people blew it up. That's it. That's all he's about. And mm-hmm. if that's the way you're coming off, and people can receive that from you, yeah, then nobody, like, nobody, we gonna, don't want to hear that. Yeah, shit. we don't want to hear yeah. that. If you're gonna apologize about something, um. You could have apologized to the young lady separately, and then a public a, a public um, acknowledgement of the fact that you were on video. You've already apologized. You've already taken so, the steps that are yeah. necessary, whatever. But to get on video and say, "Well, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have hit me." Yeah, talking to her yeah. on a video that millions of fans and millions of people that are not fans are gonna see, bruh. Where's your PR? Yeah, Instead of paying for BS, <laughs> you need to pay for. PR. And then of course, uh, they like made a made a little joke. Uh, he was in Charlotte, and him and Michael Blackson like made a little joke. So it's like now that now under that you're making it into a joke, make it to like a funny thing. Okay. But you know, the, I think uh, besides the woman, imagine being like her boyfriend in that situation. Like she looking towards you, like, hey, what you gonna do? The baby just slapped me. You're like, what can I do? It's like you can't do nothing <laughs> in a situation like that. It's, Two helpless people. Yeah, it's like, dang, you just you got to hear about that on the way home. We can't never ever be in public (laughs) and somebody put their hands on me because I'm gonna beat your ass. (laughs) Yeah, that's foul, man. That 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 is foul. If I just watch, I'm beat your ass. (laughs) Hey, you should have ducked. I mean, (laughs) terrible. That 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 was. That's terrible. I feel bad for if that was. Yeah, that's not. It's not a funny thing. Because most times when women go out, situation. they don't. They don't go out by themselves. They with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So she's probably with somebody. I don't know. I go to this place by myself. Yeah, but yeah. I guess I it, it just depends. I don't know. If, I, I, don't, I wouldn't go to the baby concert by myself. But I don't really go to concerts. I don't like going anywhere by myself like that. Honestly. I mean, I'm I've uh, seen Freddie by myself, and it was some oh, yeah, killers you, up yeah, in yeah, that yeah. bitch. You was, you, was, you, was, you was definitely with the hood niggas. <laughs> Freddie and being the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> Quick story. I went by myself. I drove all the way to Charlotte to see Freddie Gibbs because I love Freddie Gibbs. I get there and there's a stage area where you can walk up and stand. It's near the bar. It's at the Fillmore or it's the one next to the Fillmore in Charlotte uh, called Underground. Oh yeah, yeah. So we get in there and um, they packing us all in and I go and I stand up there. Right. <laughs> And I noticed, like, all these dudes are turning their shoulders and they're looking at me, like, kind of like, who is you? And I'm thinking, oh, they're probably looking at me because I'm a female. I'm by myself. And I don't look like the type of girl that would listen to this kind of music. I'm thinking they're thinking all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Benny gets up there. He's rapping. and He's pointing out to certain people like, yo, you know, I could tell them the people that's doing X, Y, and Z. 
that's paraphrasing. <laughs> I look over and I realize I'm standing next to all the drug dealers. Damn, <laughs> that's why they staring at me. <laughs> but I saying that, I won't tap in nobody with no phone. I, I say that. <laughs> gotta protect your neck, baby. You gotta protect gotta, your neck. So you gotta, you gotta know where your surroundings at, man. You gotta be aware mm. of your surroundings. Too funny. But yeah, uh, the baby should just stop slapping fans. Yeah, stop he slapping needs people, to um, work on his aggression. Yeah, um, just don't put yourself in those positions. That, it's not that it's not understood. Yeah, I'm not gonna justify it. It's not that I don't understand it, but it's like you gotta work on that. If you're gonna be a person of interest, um, in a good way. Then you have to work on things like that, or if yeah. not, you're going to be a person of interest in a bad way. Yeah, like I understood he beat up the dude in the mall in Charlotte. I understood why he beat up the little Cam Colhart dude because he was talking shit. But I mean, because like certain aspects are justified, and some is just like, bro, you don't got to do that. You could just just relax. You know, the coronavirus going around, you don't even want to put your hands on people like that. Because <sighs> that damn coronavirus. Corona, Corona got the world scared. You know, Corona sales are down. Yeah, it's like eighteen percent. Like they lost a lot of money. But what I don't understand is why. <laughs> you know, people see Corona and they say, "Oh, this is the beer." People, 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 really, re- people really thought that drinking the beer was what was causing the virus. Really yeah, but that dumb, that but no, that's dumb because informed. no, that's dumb <laughs> because be nice. this is what's wrong with the world, right? And I've seen this a lot. This is why re- overreaction happens. The media hypes something up to be so bad. Um, the Corona is literally the symptoms of Corona is just like having a flu. Right. It's nothing. You're not going to start bleeding and eternally. It's not, new. Yeah. it's not a new virus. It's been out for who knows how long. But they do this every few years. Every Zika, few years is something. West Nile, bird flu. Definitely. Everything is going to kill you. And shout out to the people that had coronavirus before this major outbreak and, and just treated it like a flu and they survived because they they're out there. It's, it's been like 90,000 cases reported. 3,000 people have died. So it means... 80 some people, thousand people have recovered. Some of this, I think, is fluff also. Because, I, yeah, I do agree. One, yeah. The media yeah. likes to incite fear in people, it's control. It's a part of the matrix, but I'm not going to go deep. <laughs> and on top of that, um, when doctors uh, give you, you know, what they think you have or whatever they diagnose, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's a check in the box kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here it is, you, you have these sneezing. symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, it's coronavirus. It's coronavirus. And it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I actually have post nasal drip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's allergy season, um, but all right. But yeah, it, I, it's a way to incite fears. A way to get more med- money for medical. Um, plot twist: China dropped the uh, coronavirus to crash our stock uh, stock market. But that's another thing. I'm not gonna go deep on that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has. It, like you said, the, the incitement of fear is is really what's yeah, it's ta- warfare. It's, it's taken. It has literally taken over. Our economy and the world, honestly, because every time you turn on the news or list on social media, anything is coronavirus. Yeah. Is this uh, they count they cancel South by Southwest because the coronavirus? They looking at canceling Coachella because the coronavirus. Like they're literally, I, I fucking seen. Yeah, Nike lost a, a few billion dollars because they couldn't get shipments and they couldn't mm-hmm. ship anything. Like Even you said, stuff like stupid stuff like Chinese restaurants. Yeah, yeah, people. Like I said, people come up with it. Uh, I just seen a girl post on fucking Snapchat. Oh, I'm getting my feet done. I probably shouldn't be doing that because of the corona. I'm like, boo. Come on, man. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you can't be, look, you can't be talking about like uh, stereotypes and racism, not racism and all that shit. And then you do stuff like that because that, I could, I couldn't even imagine being like an Asian, Chinese, or, you know, person right now in America because everyone's probably looking at you like, oh, you, 
you're a carrier. Yeah, it's like you're because a carrier. Because it'd be regular people walking around with all kinds of nasty yeah. stuff all day. Just remember, they're just now getting people to wash their fucking hands. It's, even that, me. it's like that, that's something we've been, we've been, we've been, that's been preached to us for our whole lives. Like, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. People are just now washing their people hands. People are literally acting like washing their hands have been, has like the newest thing that they've ever heard of. Soap 2020. is on sale everywhere. Just imagine, you know, you know who's winning right now. Purell and Lysol CEOs. If you were, uh, or a board member or a person that got some stock in Purell or Lysol, you, your bank account's looking good. Or the little mask that people be buying, mm-hmm. your bank account's looking really good right now. Because people oh, are really. Elderberry stock is going up yeah. too. Everybody's <laughs> taking Elderberry. <laughs> Everybody's like, taking Elderberry. It's like people are legit. <laughs> Going out and buying all the hand, like hand sanitizer is not a substitute for washing hands. No, like, it's it, not. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's literally just spreading the germs on your hands. Hand sanitizer is for when you got sticky stuff on your hands yeah, and you're some, trying to get it off quick. Yeah, quick. It is not a cleaning exactly. method. Exactly. You don't you don't use hand sanitizer. Oh, to it just gets rid of ninety nine point nine percent. No. Yeah, no. It's just you're just gonna Companies spread it. Companies lie. Yeah. Just like niggas do. No, I'm just yeah. playing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, coronavirus is not something for people to panic over. I mean, and the panic, I've seen that they were talking about uh, playing NBA games with no fans in attendance. They're like, they're not letting fans, they're just going to play games. You know what's worse than the coronavirus? What? VGE. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> Those of beach. us that's in the military <laughs> know about that Victor Golf Echo. <laughs> That, BG real. that shit is worse that, than that a bitch coronavirus. Is <laughs> That's an epidemic right there. Let you, you be on the carrier. Touch the stairwells. But let you, you be on the carrier. Up and pooping out your butt at the same time, bro. I, yeah. Sorry, I'm triggered. Yeah, I that, seen some that, wild stuff. Yeah, that was an epidemic right yes, there. Yes, it was. I don't so, care. shout out to the people that survived VGE. Yeah, you, you can survive, survive yeah. coronavirus. <laughs> if you survive VGE, you could definitely survive the coronavirus because VGE was real. So, just, as a matter of fact, for people that get sick often or have been getting sick through this season, whether they take flu shots or not, um, the best way to get over cold, I got this thing about getting over colds. Mm-hmm. I love giving people care packages when they're sick because I know exactly <laughs> what to put in it. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, anytime you're getting coughing, chest aches, stuff like that, you always want a vitamin up. Definitely. You always want to make sure you're drinking water. You want to stay away from dairy. Dairy is the biggest cause of mucus buildup in the body. So when you're sick, get away from dairy. You should be getting away from dairy anyway. Write that down, people. But Especially y'all people that, what you call it, that stop drinking regular milk, drink almond milk. Yeah. Still can't be eating everything else dairy. Yes. Like, I'm going to get rid of one dairy. Dairy is like the worst thing It's all the same thing. Um, First of all, we're the only species that drink milk after infancy, but I'm not going to go deep. I'm sorry. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I'm just a huge like ban on dairy and i know i'm a hypocrite because i still eat cheese because fake cheese is disgusting but i'm working on it anyway (laughs) don't judge me judge your mother um if you're sick um if you have a cough the best thing you can do is eat pineapples real pineapples not that canned pineapple no tidbits not tidbits um or drink 100 percent pineapple juice not from concentrate that's a natural cough suppressant Mm -hmm. it will coat the throat gone down and get you together it'll stop the cough um like i was joking about elderberry that's important elderberry has like the best gummies they taste like fruit snacks (laughs) um take echinacea that's very important stay away from super cheap and syrupy medicines um put in the money if you're gonna get a medicine go ahead and get the more expensive stuff because it's gonna help really get over the cold a lot faster but if you want to do like the holistic or natural approach get you some pineapple Always honey. 
lemon, any kind of teas, um, turmeric, those type oh, yeah, of things will always get you together and get you over these colds. Stay up out these stores, spending all this money on this crap. Try to get the most natural stuff that you can because it helps you get over it versus putting all those chemicals in your body. Yeah, definitely. They don't cure sickness. They just suppress, suppress it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely Because people live and die by DayQuil and NyQuil, and it don't do nothing for you but give you uh, liver problems. Make you sleepy. I'm not going to go deep on that. Shout out to the NyQuil. <laughs> what is a cure for hangovers? Got any? You said what's a cure for hangovers? Yeah, you got any hangover cures? I had a crazy hangover yesterday. It was the worst hangover of my life. You know what? For real, for real, I'm not trying to be funny. So if I don't, I, it's like a preempt, like precaution mm-hmm. versus doing it after. Yeah. So when I drink, I don't mix drinks with soda anymore or pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get like a soda water or a ginger ale and have my liquor on the side. That kind of cuts down that sickness mm-hmm. and getting that hungover feeling. And then like when we were like in the Navy, I would drink Pepto and take Tylenol before we would go get drunk, and I would never get a hangover. Yeah, I used to do. Uh, my mom put me on like taking a goodie before you mm-hmm, get drunk. That she used powder, to work yep. Yeah, that she used to work. It's yep. like, damn, you preventing the headache from coming Prevent on. Prevent the headache. Boy. But then I stopped doing alcohol that. dries you out. It dehydrates yeah, yeah, yeah. the body. So, and adding water to it doesn't necessarily doesn't help. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I had a crazy hangover. I almost right. died. I don't necessarily get over hangovers. I kind of do the preventative maintenance i guess i guess preventive maintenance i remember i have uh spent my wasted my money on you said you almost died <laughs> wait yeah, yes. you tri- wait we can't speed bump over that no, i just had crazy hangover yesterday <laughs> my hangovers are different like when i wake up i woke up i didn't have a hangover like i was cool when i woke up but like throughout the day it just got it progressively, progressively got worse. worse and i'm just like how the fuck does this happen i'm, I'm at my mom's house like trying to sleep she's just bothering me and shit i'm like oh leave me alone like, I'm dying over here <laughs> But I don't know, man. And then I just, I don't know. I hate hangovers. Just, them, hangovers will make you not want to drink no more. You know no what more. the best way to get over hangovers? Don't drink. Stop. No, not even oh, that. Okay. Just stop drinking in excess. Oh, no. Nah. See, you know, and you know what I did? Now, you know what I did? This is where I messed up at, right? So I'm trying not to drink during the week. Okay. That's my thing, right? And then you go hard on the, on the weekend. weekend. Yeah, exactly. That's what I told myself. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's the most counterproductive thing I think about. I'm like, <sighs> Okay, if that's I don't like drink, people that eat healthy during the weekend eat and they go on crazy the on the week. Yeah, exactly. That's and I didn't think about that until today. I was like, you know, that's probably not the best thing to do is to go through the go the week without drinking and be cool, and then mm-hmm. the weekend just turn switch to a hundred. It's mm-hmm. like during the week you can you can slide in, you know, because you might not you don't get drunk every day, but you might have a drink or two every other day, every day, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend you're like, oh, I've been drinking. I don't have to go no crazy. But, like, I went crazy. Me and my sister killed, like, a bottle of Douce together. She passed <laughs> out. I'm, like, I'm over here making fun of her. I'm like, next morning. But we both was hungover, so that's pretty cool. Alcohol but, is a downer, so you're going to, like, if you're going to drink that far into it, then oh, yeah, you're hangover gonna, is just what comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so. a part. It's just I hardly ever really get hangovers. But when I do, them shits be brutal. And I really be like, I'm never drinking again. But, you know, that's one of those feelings that's just like, oh, yeah, that's cool for the for, for the uh for the day but once you recover you like the best part is i recovered and i felt really good this morning so when i woke up i'm like oh, okay well i'm ready now i'm ready for <laughs> i'm ready for next weekend i'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle it a little different this weekend but um, I, it, it's just amazing cause, you said like uh, what about alcohol poisoning that's the thing you know oh, uh, no i'll not. cross those bridges when i get there are you a puker oh yesterday yeah when i'm hungover yeah oh. definitely 
bad. It was, and you know what? I hate throwing them because it's just such a horrible feeling. Yes. Like, everything about that shit just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and and like I had this, I had this. Your body's convulsing. You can't stop it. Yeah, so I had this fear of like uh, dying from throwing up, like choking on my, th- like not oh, being able to get like it out. Thousand ways to die. Yeah, like that's one of my fears. And I should be like, bro. That's why I be trying to like throw it with the door open and shit. Like I know it's just in case. So I know you don't want to hear this, but you. if if it happens, if you hear me like wheezing and pass out or fall or some shit, you can just come in and rescue me. But I hate I hate throwing up. Oh, but man. yeah, I gotta because usually I'm really good at like preventive maintenance. I'm really good at hi- staying hydrated throughout the day. So I do start drinking. There's no crazy uh, fall off or anything like that. But I haven't thrown up from getting drunk in a long time. The last time I had. A throw up episode that was real bad was one of my birthday parties we had at Hot Tuna in Virginia oh, okay. Beach. Okay, it was lit. Oh man, they were giving we were taking shots of Patron and One Fifty One, and I ended up throwing up in a birthday gift bag. Oh, Troy be got, drinking that One Fifty One shit. Yeah, we got kicked out of there. They they wouldn't <laughs> let us back. I haven't been back since. Probably banned. Shout out to Hot Tuna. <laughs> Probably got your got to get your picture up there. Lifetime ban. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. So, yeah, like don't um, let her in here. So I, there are certain alcohols I just stay away from. I'm a sipper too, so I'm not like a drink to get drunk kind of thing. But. Yeah, that's that's me too. Uh, I hate shots. I don't like taking shots. I like a, I just like to sip. I, I love shots sip. make me gag. Yeah, I hate shots. Shots is. Ugh, I think it's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, people people take shots like alcohol tastes good. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> I hate when people do. I hate that people drink alcohol like it tastes. Alcohol good. Alcohol is already bad, but you know what is real nasty? What Hennessy? It's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I like Hennessy. Honestly, I like half the people. I like Martell more than I like Hennessy now. But okay. so I was, I, I found a, I found a alternative to Hennessy that I would rather drink. Like I would rather drink Martell than I would rather drink. You Hennessey like cognac? Now. Yeah, I like cognac. But I don't ever want to take shots of it. I don't. You could tell when somebody drink Hennessy because it's popular by the faces oh, yeah. they make. Yeah. If you were making hella faces and it take you too much to get alcohol T- yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop drinking it. It's yeah, not for you. Most, yeah, I mean. It, if I had to pick a liquor to drink, it would be rum. I mean, I like cognac, but rum's like rum my actually is smooth. It don't yeah, it's like my liquor. Yeah, that's my liquor choice is to drink rum. I'm getting older. I can't drink vodka no more. It give me heart. Oh yeah, I can't fuck with vodka unless it's like I like Tito's sometimes, but it it can't just be vodka. It has to be like a mixture of like on some Long Island type shit. It can't just be vodka and, and cranberry like or something like that. And bourbon. I fuck with bourbon, of course. Um, too young for scotch. <laughs> too young scotch, as an scotch, age. Scotch, scotch is old man. My granddaddy be. Like, I got scotch in there. My granddaddy. My granddaddy be like scotch whiskey. I remember my granddaddy used to drink scotch. Also, smoke cigars though. So whiskey. Oh yeah, and cigars see, yeah, just yeah, goes yeah. You, yeah. Bourbon, all that stuff. Scotch whiskey, it just goes together. It's a good pair. Yeah. Like some people do, uh, beer and cigarettes. Is there anything? You, <laughs> is there anything you will take? Like you like to take shots with? Take shots if I will. Um, it's probably gonna be Crown. Okay, yeah. Crown Vanilla is um, my... I'll take shots of Crown Vanilla. I have or taken Fireball. shots of Jack recently. Oh, yeah. I'll take shots of Jack. Like, honey. I could do that. Yeah. Um, I only take shots if I'm going to be on that bullshit. Yeah, it got to be a what you call it, too. It got to be like a flavored liquor. Yeah. It got to be like Jack Honey, yeah. Crown Vanilla, Crown, Crown Vanilla. Crown Vanilla, yeah. I could drink straight. Yeah, yeah. I'll kill Crown yeah, Vanilla. Yeah. But. Jack Honey. And Fireball. But I love cinnamon, so that's my... I do not like Fireball. Yeah. I actually, Jaeger. I actually, hear, I actually hear a lot of people say that. I'm like one of the only people in the world... For some reason, somebody like Fireball because they be they be putting them shits in buckets and selling them. So somebody like I know I ain't the only one that like that shit. Because oh, people be I, my uncle and them like it. So shout out to my uncle. That kind of romantic. That's one of those like liqueur kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, 
back when Patron had the Citrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably like yeah, the yeah, equivalent for yeah. me for Fireball, like what, if I was to take a shooter or something. But no more to You ever had money. a pickleback shot? Yes, I fuck you with like picklebacks oh, yeah. heavy. Yeah, Trey put me Jameson. Yeah, yep. it cuts the bite. I love them. I love it's them. amazing how it neutralizes the yep. alcohol. Yeah, I, I fuck with that. pickles heavy, so that's why I tried oh, it. So you, yeah. And after I tried it, I was like, oh, I could do this all day. Yeah, that shit. That's dangerous. Yep. Fucking pickleback shots. Yeah. Dang. What I was about to say. Um, How's the website? It's under construction. Under construction. Um, we are... Working on the verbs, if you will. Mm. Um, writing about myself and doing the about me portion is very difficult. Um, Why you don't want to be the person that's like... No, it's not that. It's just... Uh, I don't want it to be too short. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be impersonal. I don't want it to be too long. Yeah. Um, so trying to find that niche. The balance, yeah. Yeah, the balance. And then um, getting my catalog ready so that I can have the descriptions of the artwork mm-hmm. um i secured the location for the first solo exhibit coming up next month it's lit um it'll be at gallery 410 in norfolk on west 35th street um no i'm talking about west 35th street um i'm really excited about it i'm kind of shaking a little bit because it's ner- yeah i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> i'm nervous because i tried to play it small um and I was talking about it being just like a business party, a launch party, if you will. Yeah. But in real life, it's a solo exhibit. And shout out to my friends who let me know I need to stop playing it small. So, it's huge. Uh, it's a big deal. Yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah, I'll be like stuttering about it because it's still like hard for me to say out loud, like to promote that. But anyway. <laughs> It'll get easier. Yeah, the website is coming along. Um, I'm really excited. So, out here making huge moves. I'm gonna tell you something. Don't tell nobody this. Okay. JK, I listened to this No Limit Greatest Hits playlist when I was driving back. What was yeah. on it? What was on it? So, first of all, I Miskel is such a dope rapper. Yes, he Miskel, is. Miskel was the he's the best rapper in No Limit. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. He got some true on there. Mystical, Silk the Shocker, of course. Uh, some nigga named Big Ed, Kane and Abel, Mia X, of course, Fiend, mm. Mercedes. Was Mac on there? Mac. Moby Dick. It was the best rap name ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dope man. Nah, I don't see no no Mac. Oh, that's not a greatest hits without Mac. I don't know who came over that. Priority Records released in 2006. Mm, we're going to have to holler at Oh, Lil Romeo, 504 Boys is on there. They, they ain't got Mac on there? Well, we're going to have to talk about that, whoever created that. Dang, that shit. Hits. Yeah, uh, whoever this Moby Dick nigga is, thought that's <laughs> got the best rap name, best top five rap oh, name. I remember ever. Mercedes. Did her album ever get released? That pink uh, swimsuit thing she I had on in that cover. I have no Used idea. To see it in the back of the uh, the CD book <laughs> on every album. Like, mm, poor no baby, idea. she didn't. We gonna we're not gonna talk about that. But um, what are you listening to these days? Um, so today, uh, Brian Simpson. Out of Newport News, mm-hmm. dropped a mixtape called "The Requirements of the Mighty Southeastern Division." Okay, um, it's pretty lit. It's five okay. songs. He's got some good stuff on there. Um, Janae Aiko, Chilombo, oh, yeah. Hello. That I'm trying to smoke. So, someone told me that she's like the female version of Future. Any, any truth to that rumor? <sighs> I'm not big. I'm not big on my Janae Aiko. How you say it? Aiko? Aiko. Aiko. Yeah. Whatever. Janae. Um. 
Is she toxic? This is hard. <laughs> this is really hard. Oh, um, woman versus woman. Yeah. Um, I would not compare her to Future. Okay, so she's not that toxic. I would compare her toxicity to Drake. Oh, okay, cool. So she's like... It's kind of mellow. Yeah, she's like it's loving like toxic. It's like personable. Yeah, like it's yeah, not... Yeah. A whole bunch of people that she's being toxic yeah, with. Yeah, she just yeah. had toxic situations. Okay, okay, I get so, it. So, uh, no one matches future, yeah, but future. future. Top five most He's toxic the future of toxicity. toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Matter of fact, he's been matched. He's got Lori. So, uh, we'll see how that ends. Who else am I listening to? Uh, Samote. Okay. He's a singer. Sounds familiar. He's been in this area, kind of like North Carolina. Okay. Um, a couple other places, but he's got some real good stuff. Uh, my favorite song by him is MySpace. Okay. So um, that's really what I've been listening to this week for the most part. And then I did a throwback this week to Common, the B album. Oh, yeah, classic. I listened to that on repeat yesterday while classic. I was cooking. So uh, shout out to Common for that. And um, that's about what I've been listening to all week. Classic. I've also been on some throwbacks. First of all, the new stuff I've been listening to, I listen to uh, Bankroll Fresh yeah. has a new album out that I listen to, and uh, big really? fan of. Yeah, yeah, it just came out last week. Yeah, okay. it's like a what do you call it? Post post hummus. Yeah, post hummus. Yeah, post hummus. Like, you hear me? That's why I'm like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Post hummus. <laughs> and came I was kind of apprehensive, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, I could have swore. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it came out last week. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm a huge Bankroll Fresh fan, so I'm kind of. So with posthumous albums, I hate them typically. Right? Yeah, I'm in the middle. If this is recorded, produced music is finished that they just hadn't released, yeah, I'm all for it. Go ahead and release it because the fans want to hear it. Yeah, but if you're taking stuff and you have to add to it, yeah, I don't think that's fair. Kinda I feel like you're eating off of, um, you're creating something that that person possibly could have never created. Yeah, exactly. I don't. That's why I don't like. I don't like that. Uh, it's no guarantee that they would have made that song like that with duets. Way. Nah, like I don't think that's fair, except for Biggie duets. <laughs> like with duets. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, but no, but I agree though because I think sometimes a lot of times with uh posthumous albums they they do do that. They take mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh I was Fifty Cent's like he said he's gonna finish Pop Smoke's debut uh, album, right? It's a publicity thing. He just want the money. Yeah, I don't know, but uh he was saying that like. He's like, oh, I need to get Roddy Rich on this. Or, Drake, I need you on this. And it's Why? like, I don't know if Pop would have had these guys on his album. Right. It's like, you that don't want to make it. From... You don't want to make it commercialized. You don't want to make it nah. a pop album he because he he wasn't that music. guy. Yeah, he was a, he was a mm-hmm. street gritty dude, and you know. So when you're just because you had the resources to reach out, and because he's passed nah, away, people are more it. likely to be like, okay, I'll work with you. He's from New York, right? Yeah, yeah, he's from New York. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, nah, if he had had Max B on there, that's yeah, different. like he probably would have had some of his. He probably would have had some of his homies on there. You know what I'm saying? He probably would have people that are closer to him on there. Yeah, that, for that, like that his first album sense. versus reaching out to all these yeah. names. They probably don't want to work with him. Honestly, I mean, they might work with him because who he is, but. Mm-mm. He was he was definitely up and coming, but yeah, I don't think so. that it's fair to take unfinished music and create something brand new yeah, from it because yeah, that yeah. takes away from the original artist. Yeah, like I said, you don't had. know what they would have wanted, and Unless even if he it had is like a manual with all of his thoughts in it about but, how he wanted his album to go, don't and, touch it. And I was gonna say, even if you, even if it was like just a close somebody that's close to him that did it, I would get that because if you if you're like an everyday friend or you like yeah. somebody that was always around you probably know what he's into you probably know what, right. what, what he was trying to go with his direction but I can agree with that. you know uh just because you have a big name you're coming out on from the outside looking in and, and we already know 50 cent is about money he's not necessarily a person who is um compassionate when it comes to uh, 
I could be judging because I don't know him personally, but you might be doing a little judging. Uh, and that's fine. He's, he spoke highly of Pop Smoke, so I, but like I said, I don't know. Speaking I, highly about, yeah, somebody, I don't, you I don't know. A I don't pair know. Of lips to say anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't know like their history or whatever they got going on, so I'm not gonna say too much. But I just don't want him to take. Was he messing with Pop Smoke and gonna produce music for him before he died? Um, probably not. Mm. I, you know, Fifty Cent's really been into music. Mm. Well, he hasn't been into music, so mm. I give him. I'll give him that credit because he has he has been honestly I don't even look at Fifty Cent as like a musician anymore. He's like he's a TV guy now. He's like producing so many TV shows and movies and shit. He's Mm-mm. took his life to a whole nother direction. Right. But I went back to uh, Souls of Mischief, Souls of Mischief, ninety three till infinity. Oh wow, I have that on a lot of my playlists. I fuck with them. Yeah, uh, dope album, man. It was amazing. It's definitely classic. So if you get a chance, you should listen to it. And I listened to uh, East nineteen ninety nine Eternal Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's always gonna be a classic, whether you from Cleveland that, or not. That's a, uh, this is the first time I ever heard the whole the whole album. I heard some of the songs from there, but and listen to what they was talking about. They was, dog. Their their flow was really ahead of its time. If they came out like today, Bone Thugs and Harmony are definitely going platinum. Like if they came out with the music they came out with back then today, the because their flow matches what's going on. They have the sing like it's like a sing songy, yep. but they're rapping about something like pioneers that they yeah, don't get credit for. Yeah, if, they, that's why and they need that check for that boneless thugs harmony <laughs> oh yeah that shit, that shit was dope actually I, i'm pretty sure they got it that shit was dope that was amazing but uh yeah when i was listening to that i was like dog these dudes are so ahead of their time because this is exactly what people are doing now people are more sing-songy rap versus like straight up yeah. flow and then all that shit like it's literally like how niggas used to be staring over the trash can like spitting like mm-hmm. that's what they're doing in the cold yeah like they they really killed this shit and i listened to a what else they had it was um, creeping on a come up. They they were really uh, ahead of their time when it comes to this music shit, yeah. and they do deserve way more credit than they get because yeah. Uh, and the fact that people go so far as to disrespecting them and stuff like that, it's like partially I have a soft spot because that's my hometown, but at the same time it's like you're talking about legends, like yeah, legendary rappers definitely. that don't get the flowers that they should be getting. But let one of them pass right now, and it's like, oh my god, we remember them. Yeah, it's definitely. like nah, remember them while they're here, and then each member could give you something, like each. One of my favorites is probably crazy, but each all all five of them, because flesh is definitely a bone. Definitely, all of them could give you something. So, shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, those guys are great. Two one six delay. Oh, two one six. I was about to say, what is that you speaking about? <laughs> so, uh, swimming. Have you ever been to Cleveland? No, nah, I've never been to Cleveland. Oh, I've been to uh, say something. Dumb. Cincinnati. Boom. <laughs> Like I, was a, I was a kid though. That was like on some. Uh, it was like a family reunion I went to way it's back. Funny in the day. when people be like, "Oh, I haven't been to Cleveland, but I've been to Dayton, or I've been to this." I was like, "Ah, uh, that's not what I asked." Yeah, it's not the same. Cleveland. Yeah, it's not the same. I definitely get that. But uh, it's Women's History Month, so we're gonna do a thing where we show love to women all month long. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna show love to a, uh, a former naval admiral. Her name is Michelle Howard. <clears throat> She's a legend in the uh, in the Navy. I mean, I know a lot of people don't care particularly care first for the star, Navy. Right? Or, first, yeah, first, first four star, first African American female four star. Uh, she was the first African American woman to command a ship. It was the USS Rushmore. Uh, she was the first woman to achieve first African American woman to achieve two star admiral, three star admiral, 
And she was the first admiral selected from the United States Naval Academy class in 1982. And uh, in July of 2014, she was appointed appointed to vice chief of naval operations, which is the second highest ranking officer in the Navy. Mm. That's a, a big deal yes. for a woman. Um, Go ahead with the facts, KD. <laughs> big KD. Yeah, so she's amazing. Um, if you've ever seen Captain Phillips, she was one of the people that uh, helped coordinate that rescue in the movie Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks during that whole Somalian pirates thing. Mm -hmm. She was one of the people that uh, that was really hands on what was going on right there. How many years of service? 36. She was in, she was in the Navy for 36 years. Uh, like I said, she made it to become the highest ranking uh, woman in New in United States Armed Forces history, not just the Navy, and just in the Armed Forces in general. So I think that's uh, pretty amazing. So, Michelle Howard, you're an amazing woman, and we yes. love you very much. <laughs> Happy Women's History Month. Happy Women's History Month. Yes. Every All beautiful women out there. You guys are all amazing. Anything else you got for the people? Um, no, not really. Just everybody protect their energy, protect their peace, and be self-aware. Um, recognize when you're not well, and don't bleed on people that didn't cut you. Ooh, some bar. Don't believe on people that didn't cut you like that. Uh, social media, give them your give them your stuff. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the art of the vibe underscore a ray. Um, you can find my artwork at a rays underscore room. The art of the vibe dot com will be coming very soon, and uh, that's my social media. What about you, Big Katie? Just follow me, Katie Major underscore on Instagram. On the Insta. On the Instagram. On the Instagram. And make sure you are following the High End Theory on Instagram as well. Yeah. It's the underscore high underscore end underscore theory. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. And also follow the podcast on Spotify and all those other places you guys consume pods. And uh, keep the support coming. You guys have been great. All this feedback this has been amazing. Yes. We appreciate it all. And uh, I think that's it. Anything else? Mm -hmm. We'll see you guys next week. We got to come up with an outro, like a real cool way to end the podcast. Mm. Like I might sing to y'all start next week. Might give you guys a song, song a week. Uh, let's let's talk about it first. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have an amazing, great week. Thank you for listening. Peace, love, and light. Oh, that's it.